Introducing the all-new 2023 Ford Bronco Sport, now available at Jim K. Ford. With its rugged design and off-road capabilities, this SUV is built for adventure. Whether you're heading off the beaten path or just cruising around town, the Bronco Sport delivers performance, comfort, and style. With four-wheel drive, terrain management system, and advanced safety technology, you can take on any road with confidence. Adventure awaits at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes! the Jim K. Ford Sends Nation podcast with Steve Warren and the coach, Greg Kennedy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Jim K. Ford Sends Nation podcast. And we're coming at you mere moments after the Ottawa Senators dropped their season opener on the road in a rally falling to the Carolina Hurricanes. Very good hockey team, certainly a Stanley Cup contender. They fall 5-3. to three. The nature in which they lost, though, I think is going to be disappointing for a lot of Sens fans. We'll get into that. DJ Smith will hear his comments after the season opener. Some weird stuff going down in the Sens. You know that game, a man down? Opening night, you're a man down? What? And uh, Lassie Thompson, another weird story as the Sens reclaim the guy they lost to Anaheim off waivers. All still ahead today here on the program. My name is Steve Warren. Thank you for being here. This is the coach, Greg Kennedy. Greg, how are you? I'm good, Steve. It, it, this is almost like old times. We used to do these, uh, like, I don't know, was this a couple of years ago? We used to do a little hit post game like this, but I was out yeah. West, so it was earlier for me. And now it's like, this is this is late at night, Steve. I, I should be dead on the couch by now. <laughs> the couch that's over your right shoulder that the good be. listener and the be. good viewer is now getting accustomed to. How old is that couch, by the way? I don't. I have no idea, Steve. That's an old it's couch of my parents. I got that from the folks. It's got the each chair on the end there, kind of reclines out. And so I, it's kind of wow, cool. I enjoy fancy. It. It's good. It's tough classic, to find a couch classic. that's long right. enough that you can lay down. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's uh, begin the show by getting your comments on how things went down. The uh, the Sens scored first. Carolina storms back with three goals, and then the Sens tied up in the third. Eh? Oh, my goodness. I think that's where we have to start because I think that's what everybody's reacting to. Jornis Corposalo in his very first game in a five-year contract worth $20 million. He was, I think, elite in the first 40 minutes. But, oh, my God, in the third period, a couple of absolute stinkers like tuna left in a hot car, Greg. (laughs) So what we were... What were your impressions of the night? Exactly what you just said, Steve. I thought, you know, they, they, they didn't look so great there for the final 10 minutes of the second period. Uh, started to, you know, they come on and get a couple goals there in the third, back-to-back, that, that uh, Frederick Anderson didn't exactly look great on on the second one, mm-hmm. which is the Sens' third goal. But, man, the next two were not pretty. Corpusalo finishes the night with, I think, an 880 save percentage. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that that can't happen. That just it, th- those two goals cannot happen. But the game really changed in the second period. With with I, I checked it out. I rewound the PVR with ten minutes to play in the second period. So in other words, the halfway point of the game, the Senators were leading twenty to eighteen in shots on goal. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You're on the road. Uh, it was a tie game, one one at that point. They're looking okay. Uh, with six minutes to play, it was 21-21. Hey, we're in it. We're still there. Good. By the time the period was over, they were being outshot 32-21 and were down a goal, and they never really got back. And I understand 
that shots isn't the be-all and end-all that it used to be. It's more about attempted shots now and ozone time. But shots still play a role. Like, you you were at 21 halfway through the game, and you finished with uh, 30, and were outshot 42 to 30 on the night. It really, it was a momentum, a, 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 a sign of the momentum shift where Carolina really just took over the game. And there were a couple of glitchy moments. I mean, one of the things where Sens fans are excited about is that they finally have a stable top four defense, and we've lauded that here on the program. But, oh, there were some oh-so glitchy moments in that game. Yeah. You think about the penalty kill where Sanderson and uh, and Hamannick get their wires crossed, and you've got Michael Bunting all alone to just sort of wander to the front of the net on the power play and tie the game. So that's where the glitchiness started. You had Jacob Chikrin with a bad blue line turn- turnover that led to a possession change, and uh, that wasn't that wasn't particularly good. But there was lots of opportunity to stop the goal that would ensue. And then uh, Shabbat, you know, I mean, stall dances around Shabbat, like you know, basic stuff, like you know, stick on puck, body on body, and and he's playing. Shabbat's out there on that goal, looking all for all the world like somebody in a really good non-contact men's league. Like, what, what's that? Anyway, like I say, I don't want to put it all on him, but there were some glitchy moments from an area that's meant to be a real area of strength, I think, this season, Greg. Yeah, this is a team that's that's made changes in the D zone, um, have, have made changes on the PK. They're, they're much more aggressive. There's much more of a what we used to call the swarm in their D zone coverage now where they're, they're overloading one side of the ice. You saw it in the power play a couple times, or sorry, on the PK a couple times, especially on the goal. They just they want to pressure the puck so much that they got caught Hamannick, especially up ice, yeah. uh, high up in the zone. In in D zone five on five, there were more than a few times where they got overextended on on pressuring the puck and and swarming too much to an overload on the puck side. It, it, it's going to take some adjustment, and Carolina's not exactly a. Uh, you know, a, a crappy team or anything. That's a Stanley Cup contender. No. Like they're, they're picked yeah. by many to be in the final four, if not in the final, if not winning the cup. So a road game to start the season, Carolina's home opener. Did you really think they were going to win? Probably not. Um, they gave a pretty good effort for, for as I said, about half the game and a little spurt in the third period. There's there's adjustments to be made. There's, there's uh, getting used to each other and, and, and figuring out how things are going to work in live play at a proper regular season game pace so we'll see how it turns out now they got a fairly easy schedule coming up now certainly not ideal to start out your season opener down one forward like they had one man less on the bench than they could have had and they went with uh on the fourth line the way they dealt with it was i'm, I'm calling it and let me trademark this tara bathroom a hybrid of the three right wingers uh playing down for zach McEwen. and the gist of it is we all know that the Sens are dealing with um, with uh, salary cap issues. And Josh Norris is still on the books. He's not on long-term injured reserve. And Zach McEwen got hurt. They both count toward the cap right now. And with them out, they just don't have, a mo- have enough money to replace this, the, you know, that, that, that last position. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't know, it just was a bad harbinger, I think, Greg, for your season mm-hmm. opener to be down a man right out of the gate particularly when you've been so worried about injuries in the past. Okay, here we go. Behind us, eh, you don't have a full roster for your – and that's a very good team, just like you indicated. To play that team on the road shorthanded, not ideal. Yeah, and it, it makes – do you remember? It seems like only yesterday 
if there was a regular season game in two days from now, Josh would be playing. Do you remember that? Yes. You know, if, the, yeah. if the season was starting in two days, Josh would be in the lineup, no problem. Well, I don't think so. I just, it makes me wonder, what was the plan? <laughs> what was the plan all along here? Uh, was was the Tarasenko thing, like, did somebody hold a gun to your head and make you sign that guy then instead of figuring out the Pinto situation or they were just going to kick the Pinto can down the road and something else was going to happen? I, I want to know what the plan was. Obviously, the plan was to trade somebody and free up the cap space, but was there a plan B and a plan C and a plan D? And this, I hope this wasn't plan B, this starting with 11 and 7. I hope that this was like plan F. Okay, if we really have a problem, this is what we're going to have to do. But it just seemed like, uh, I, I don't get it. There, there has to be a, a solution here. Something's got to be done. And, and short of, of just trading somebody away for nothing just to get the contract off the books, I don't see what the solution's going to be moving forward. I don't know what, what how can you fix this? Well, and yeah, Matthew Joseph uh, reminded everybody he's a pretty damn good hockey player tonight as well. Yeah. He's the best player on the ice for the Ottawa Senators. And uh, he and Parker Kelly uh, provided that much-needed secondary scoring. The primary scoring, eh, not as much. Tim Stutzla did get one to tie the game. But, I mean, Joseph is the name that everybody thinks about. And I felt good for the guy because he mm-hmm. was talked about as a salary dump uh, in the case you're talking about. And so it was nice for him to remind everybody that he's a hell of a hockey player, or can be, but I would like to ask the question or go back in time where, where you've got Pierre Dorian signing the Tarasenko deal like you talk about and just pull a pen right out of his hand before he signs and say, so what exactly is your plan here, Pierre? <laughs> I, I want to know what that answer was at that point in time because, I don't know, um, it was almost like he thought that you know magic wands would be happening or something like that and, and it would all take care of itself. I do that right. sometimes when I don't want to cut the lawn. I just kind of ignore it, right? I just, uh, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll cut <laughs> itself. I, I don't want to do it. Anyway, let's hear what DJ Smith had to say about the season opener tonight. Um, thought we came out great. Um, second period, you know, a couple big turnovers. Um, lands up in the net, but then we make it, you know, we get it to three in the third, um, you know, and then a couple get in the net there. But, you know, six penalties too many. Uh, the discipline's, a, you know, on the road. You can take no more than three. And, you know, it takes every chance you have to come back at the end, um, there were some good things, but um, you know, there's some guys that probably uh, wish they had better games. Uh, one who probably doesn't is Matthew Joseph, so picking up where he left off from a strong training camp. Joseph and Kelly continue to fly out there. Um, I thought they were real good. Uh, both those guys just do their job. What changed midway through the second when there was a sort of a tilt to the ice and momentum shift? Well, I just think they stayed with the game plan right through it. They just put pucks behind us, made it hard for us to change. And, uh, you know, in, in, you know, we want to do the same thing. Um, you know how it is in this league in the second period. you got to get it on and off the ice, and, and we just didn't manage the puck. So there's DJ Smith talking about the season opener, a 5-3 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes on Wednesday night. And, uh, and, and maybe a thought from you on, on Matthew Joseph and Parker Kelly. Those were truly two bright spots tonight. Those were not third and fourth line level goals. Like those, I mean, Kelly was, uh, you know, that finish on the second goal and the passing, a couple of nice passes leading up to the, to the first mm-hmm. goal of the game. Like that was some skill stuff. So it was nice to see that secondary scoring that they so often lacked last year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Matthew Joseph was probably their most consistent uh, forward th- throughout the night. Um, 
here's a guy who just, he's done everything you've asked him to do. You want him to be better. That's his first, first five on five goal in a year and a half or something. Um, mm-hmm. he, he came into camp. He, he fought for a job. He won a job. He, he was probably their most consistent player through training camp and exhibition games. Uh, he deserves to be here. And, and we've said before, his contract's going to be tough to move without ha- adding a sweetener. So he's here. He's playing. He deserves to be here. Parker Kelly, I thought, did not have a good exhibition series. Maybe the last game he came on a little bit more. Kastelik didn't look good through him, but then the three of them all looked good tonight. I thought I was Rourke Charche did not look as, as good as he's looked, but the, the other three certainly did. I was quite, uh, quite happy with the play of those three guys. That's, that's what you want from those guys, right? Come out of the game a plus, uh, kill penalties, uh, be on the puck hard, forecheck, uh, you know, throw some hits here and there, and then get off the ice. You know, I thought they, they did yeah. exactly what you asked them to do, and it's, it's making decisions tougher if you're going to have to trade one or two of them. Introducing the all-new 2023 Ford Bronco Sport, now available at Jim K. Ford. With its rugged design and off-road capabilities, this SUV is built for adventure. Whether you're heading off the beaten path or just cruising around town, the Bronco Sport delivers performance, comfort, and style. With four-wheel drive, terrain management system, and advanced safety technology, you can take on any road with confidence. Adventure awaits at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln. That's the goal I want to ask you about. We mentioned it off the top. Like, what exactly is happening on the Shea goal? It it was like, I don't know, like a a third baseman trying to make a backhanded play. Like, what is Corpusalo trying to do there? He clearly lost sight of the puck or something, but that still was, whether you lose sight of the puck or not, like that, use your blocker, dude. Like, what are you reaching across your body to backhand it? And you look, it just looked brutal. Every once in a while, you see one of those where the goalie reaches across his body with his catching hand. And I know there's one that's sticking in my mind. I can't remember who it was, but it was another Senator one once too. I think last year. It's, you, you probably know Matt Murray at some point. He'd... Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, you just, you just know when you see that, you know the guy's lost the puck. You know he has no idea yeah. where it is. And at the last second, the, the first impulse is to try to catch it, I guess. Uh, Greg Millen did everything he could to try to say it was deflected or fluttered or dropped or something. And then with each passing replay, I think he kind of gave up on that idea. It looked like a simple high wrister and just put your blocker up or better still just stand there with your chest up, stand tall. It was going to hit him right in the shoulder probably. And then the, the next goal wasn't much prettier either. The final one by Pesci. I didn't like that one either. So he That just, was Slavin actually. Or Slavin, sorry, I knew it was another defenseman. <laughs> um, yeah, it just it 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 looked like the old Senators, didn't it? You know, you get some get some questionable goaltending late in the game when you really need to save, and it's not there. That that part kind of creeped into my mind at one point, or crept into my mind that that uh, yeah, they're the old Senators. It's early in the season; they're going to find a way to lose a game. They they don't play strong for sixty minutes, uh, yada yada yada, and they end up with an L. But as I said earlier, they're they're gonna they're gonna be okay with the home stretch coming up. Right, absolutely, I th- and I think that again to drive home your earlier point, it is the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, that is a Stanley Cup contender. And if you look at the last three seasons, all coached by Rod Brindamore, and if that guy ever shakes loose from Carolina, that would be a guy I'd love to see the Senators have as their head <laughs> coach someday. He is fantastic and so relatable. I think to the players, um, they in the last three years have finished top three every single year in the standings, like overall. So mm-hmm. that's how good and consistently good they've been. Was there like some NHL memo 
like there is so often at the start of seasons. Hey, here's our cause celeb as far as infractions go. This year, we're really clamping down on ticky-tack slashing. Mm. Like there was, I, I, th- I thought that tonight there were uh, several slashes that, including the penalty shot, that were like, Ugh. they seem to be really, really clamping down on it, and they'll only do that for a week, and then GMs will complain, and they'll go back to the old way of doing it. I don't know. Did you get that sense that there was maybe yes. a, a new zero tolerance on slashing? Yeah, I, I I was picking that up. Even even in the two games I've watched already before this one tonight, it's the rule emphasis, I guess. Let's uh, let's clamp down on these sticks again. Like I agree with you, the penalty shot. While I love penalty shots and they're exciting and all, I don't even know if that was a penalty. He put his stick in there, but he didn't really hook him at all. He didn't slash him. Ottawa got a power play off a slash that they could barely find when they were going through the replays. It was a terrible call. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. yeah, that was the other one you were alluding to. It was a to. one-hander just, by Tim Stutzler. One-hander yeah. by Tim Stutzler. I was like, what? What? How does that qualify yeah. Yeah. as a slash? Not good. But but as you as you said, it'll settle down. Don't worry, they'll be back to normal in a week or two. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, it was something I wanted to ask you about the penalty shot. Certainly a nice save. Oh yeah. With uh, just one last thought on calling a penalty shot, usually a good barometer for calling the penalty shot is um, if you're if you're in doubt at all, like what kind of a shot did the guy get off? Like Jesper Fast got, it looked like he was not influenced one iota by it and got off a fantastic shot. Corpusalo yeah. makes the save and then has to make another on the penalty shot. To me, it's like if the guy has a 100% ability to make the shot, chances are it's probably not uh, the right call to make it a penalty shot. Yeah, and and it's not like he turned to the ref with the arms up going, hey, come on, what's going on? Like, he didn't even think there was anything happening. I mean, there was... There was nothing there, and I'm wondering if that was another rule emphasis. That's that's two and two nights, right? We saw one in the in the Tampa game uh, the night before too. So is it is it something now? Where, yeah, lots of let's call their ticky tack hook penalties and slash penalties, and let's call more penalty shots if we can. Let's let's go there. Uh, I I don't know. We'll see how many more there are going to be. But that reminds me though. Did, did you see Did you see any Bedard uh, Crosby game? Saw these the highlights. He's something that, that that kid's the real deal, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he is something. He is something. You know, it, with each level that he's gotten to, you, you'd look at him and you think, okay, maybe he's one of those smallest guys who's going to dominate in junior because he's a little quicker and he's he can dangle a little. But with each test, he just passes. He passes with flying colors. With each step up the up the intensity level of competition, each step on that ladder, he just he's mm-hmm. he's still there. Like this this kid's he's the real deal, man. He, he looked good. Yeah. And and again tonight, he looked yeah. good too. The twitchy water bug changing of angles, both with his stick blade and body position and his skating and just, I don't know if he's going to be heart trophy good this year, but it won't be long before he's in that discussion. Like that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. we're not saying anything anybody doesn't know, I think, but I mean, he is uh, a different player. There's, there's been really great, like Sidney Crosby, for example, Sidney Crosby does some amazing things. But this kid's a circus. It's it's unbelievable the things he does with the puck. Well, Sid's more understated, right? Sid is more. You got to be watching the game and zeroing in on Sid to pick up on some of the things that he can do. Uh, but Dart gets the puck on a stick, much like McDavid, uh, and like, whoa, wait a minute, this kid's moving now. You know, something's going to happen here. 
it's it's something to watch. I, I I'll go see the Chicago game when they're in town just just to see Bedard. Yeah, I mean that's that's the kind of player he is. Like the guy that that's you know putting bums in the seats right all by himself at 18 years of age. It's uh, it's crazy. Generational talent. I think there's no question about that. Uh, back to the Sens. Let's look at the defense ice time because that's always of interest to people. <laughs> uh, but uh, Shabbat and Sanderson, they had 25 minutes apiece. Shabbat actually led at 25-31 and then Sanderson at 25-05. And then Chikrin considerably back at 20-52. And then you had, uh, yeah, like I say, um, Zub at 19-59. Zub at you had Hamannick at 13-08 and Eric Brandstrom at 10-36. As far as the shots on goal, Carolina, 42 to 30. Um, faceoffs, pretty close, 52% in favor of Carolina. Power plays, Carolina, 1 for 6. Ottawa, 0 for 4. Uh, 14 penalty minutes for the Sens, and Carolina had 10. That'll do it for tonight's program. Senators fall in their season opener, 5-3 to the Carolina Hurricanes. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, little post-game action here this evening. Any final thoughts from you, Greg? I guess uh, we should look ahead to Saturday as they take on the Philadelphia Flyers for a 1 p.m. home opener. Those are a little yeah. interesting, but great for the kids. But any final thoughts before we go? A, a, a team that historically is not liked afternoon games. Let's see how well they, they do on Saturday. And welcome back, Lassie Thompson. And um, I'm told through some CBA research that the Senators will be allowed to play somebody, to call up somebody on an emergency recall basis. So they should be able to go with 12 and, and 6 on Saturday. Very good. And if we worry about the fourth line, well, again, uh, Parker Kelly uh, was one of the best players on the ice tonight. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe maybe this is the way to go. If, if this is going to wake what do you have, his first goal in 30 games uh, here tonight. So, uh, yeah, if you get a little more out of Parker Kelly, maybe you want to keep going shorthanded. Who knows? But, again, the, the Sens uh, back at it. Uh, for game number two of the season, one o'clock against the Philadelphia Flyers. That game will be on both TSN 5 and RDS. And uh, we're here as always here at uh, our website, SendsNationHockey.com. Quick plug for the hockey news. I'm the site editor there. Check that out, THN.com slash Ottawa. And Greg, thank you so much for staying up late for a little pre or post-game action, and we'll talk to you next time. My pleasure, my friend. Have a good night. Thanks for being with us on the Jim K. Ford Sens Nation podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and review. Share the show with your friends and followers or become a member on Patreon. Check out our website today at SensNationHockey.com.